He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. Here's what I hope. <laughs> Again, I go back to hope because that's all I got, <laughs> Will. You know, here's what I know about people is that we need we need human interaction. We need connection. And this has been a time of of great isolation for a lot of people. And, you know, people want to get out there and travel. Like, I cannot tell you how badly I want to get on an airplane and go somewhere the first opportunity I get to take a vacation or take a business trip, I'm going to be there with bells on, man. I want to get out and see the world again. And I bet you that everybody else does too. So all I've got is hope, but I hope that everybody feels like me and that we want to get out there and travel again. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels, and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform. What's up, all my Slick Talkers? This podcast is sponsored by Hostfully. You've heard them on the show before when I had David, the co-founder of Hostfully. What Hostfully does for the industry is create digital guidebooks, and they're a property management platform. So you can manage your vacation rental or boutique hotel on Hostfully directly. I think we can all agree that 2020 has been a wild year, but with this year has come a lot of great things like Hostfully and the software that they have created. Hostfully is making it easier to help optimize your listing and your vacation rental so that way you and your team can grow and thrive during this time. Not only are they a great software and platform for vacation rental managers and small boutique hotel owners to use, they are a very insightful company. They use a bunch of integrations and partnerships with other companies in the space to find the most compelling data to help make sure that any user or industry expert has the tools and resources to make sure that they are literally optimizing and using everything to their advantage. Things like industry reports and white papers and data insights are key to understanding how to continue to move forward and Hostfully does this super well. Now I want you to take a look at the show notes below, see the link that says Hostfully website, click that, and if you sign up and get a guidebook or onboard to their software, use the code SLICKTALK20 to get 20% off and you will not regret it, I promise. So go ahead, go to Hostfully.com and get signed up today. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Again, your host, Will Slickers. And I have to say, this is probably my favorite episode already. We haven't even recorded or like gotten into it, but I'm just saying it's my favorite because everyone knows how big of a fan and believer and like rewards member and avid, you know, person I am with Marriott. So to have you, Travis, on the show talking about homes and villas is pretty, pretty dang like exciting for me I, I feel like a fat kid in a candy shop a kid on christmas eve you know waking up to christmas morning this is like something as a podcaster i've been waiting for so thanks for being on the show man it's super exciting to have you on yeah happy to do it will um glad you had me on i appreciate it yeah it's been fun to get to know you a little bit um we've we've talked a few times outside of you know the this recording and it's interesting to hear a little bit of your story but i would love to just jump in to where it all started for Travis. Like, how did you get into yeah. the hotel hospitality? And then now, of course, short-term rental game. And uh, I've, I'm just curious to know your, your, your origin, man. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, so I started um, 
a pretty unconventional route in college. I was in school for graphic design hmm. and, um, and so I did two years of graphic design school and, um, in Gainesville, Florida, uh, go Gators. And, uh, <laughs> I decided that, you know, I did not like the business of graphic design. I was more into like the art and the creation and, and, um, so anyhow, I just said that wasn't for me. I did an internship and then I bailed on that as a career path and ended up, uh, you know, I was, I'm an avid, uh, sneakerhead and I, I've been, I worked at a shoe store in college journeys, you know, so I was buying all the skate shoes and everything. But anyway, I got a job as um, a Starbucks barista. I worked my way up while I was in college to assistant store manager. And then when I graduated college, I got my own store. So I managed a Starbucks for mm. a couple of years in Orlando, Florida, um, right outside the Florida mall. And, um, got into hospitality, sort of an unconventional route. One of my regular customers was uh, a, an HR manager. And so I ended up, um, she finally wore me down and talked me into coming and working as a, a valet parking manager at the Ritz-Carlton Orlando. Oh, wow. Um, and so I worked as a, a valet parking manager and ended up actually switching over because it was a contract valet company called Town Park, uh, Go Town Park. And uh, I switched over to actually work for the, the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. I started as a front desk agent at the Ritz-Carlton in Buckhead in Atlanta and uh, just got promoted a few times, ended up, um, you know, uh, front office manager, front desk manager, uh, went to South Beach, Ritz-Carlton, mm. um, and then Walt Disney World, Swan and Dolphin, jump ship to the Starwood um, brands. And nice. then, um, ended up my last hotel job. I was a resident manager at the JW Orlando Grand Lakes. And, uh, I got recruited out of that hotel to come and lead guest experience and rooms operations for our hotel business in the Americas for a couple of years. And then, uh, found my way into, um, the vacation rental industry as we were, um, getting ready to launch Homes and Villas by Merit International um, about, I guess it's coming up on two and a half years now that I've been working on this this uh, business. Awesome. Well, I was going to ask, how is it like working for a Ritz Carlton, like just the classic, you know, hospitality brand? Yeah, you know, that was the first hotel I ever worked for. So, you know, the the training is exceptional. You get a really good foundation in hospitality. Um, what it means to serve, um, you know, the, just the rich culture that that brand brings to the table. I worked for the St. Regis as well. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, those, those luxury brands, you know, if you can get a start in those kind of brands and, and um, learn the foundations of luxury hospitality early on, it yeah. sort of shapes the whole way you think about hospitality in general. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I started with an autograph collection with Marriott. And so it's independently owned and operated, but still the, the yeah. flag of Marriott standards and the the rewards and, you know, of course, well, Bonvoy now, but what used to be their rewards program back then was a little bit different. Yeah. Um, so just like getting that implementation of high standards, not just like your regular, like I love courtyard, but like not like a, just like a courtyard feel. It's like different type of customer versus being an autograph collection is like more luxury and business and corporate feel with that high service expectation. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting. You know, the customer changes based on their need, right? We actually see a lot of cross brand use. So like somebody who is traveling for business might stay in a courtyard or a residence in yeah. while they're on business and then redeem the points that they've earned with their families at a Ritz Carlton resort for mm -hmm. vacation. So it's a little bit of, it's cool. A lot of different crossover and everything. So, yeah. So what's your new title right now with Marriott homes and villas? Cause I know you just recently got a new, a new title change and yeah. I'm kind of curious on the, not only the new title, but where did it go from, you know, managing the hotel business side of things to getting into the Marriott homes of like how, what was this leading moments of that? Getting yeah. Homes yeah. Villas? Well, so the, um, yeah, I started out two and a half years ago when this business was Tribute Portfolio Homes. It was a proof of concept that we were doing in London, uh, Rome, Paris, and Lisbon. So we started off small with one professional property manager. And um, so it was, I was brought in towards the end of Tribute Portfolio Homes um, when we were all part of... Um, customer experience innovation. So the innovation team was the sort of the incubator of these, uh, you know, it's like skunk works anywhere uh, is all born out of innovation. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was my job to come in and create the brand standards, the quality assurance program, uh, onboard the new partners, the, the home management company partners, um, and just really figure out like, how do we build a business that, you know, for example, earning and redeeming Marriott Bonvoy points, um, that's not something that typically happens outside of our hotels right now, right? Because mm -hmm. just the infrastructure of how to make that happen, um, nobody had ever done that before that's outside of hotels. So, you know, I had to work with our finance team and help to craft all of the ways to make that, that thing work. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's really fascinating to jump into uh, you know a big company um, like Marriott and then build something special and uh, unique uh, in our innovation team is really an exciting time when we were in the basement, literally in the basement mm -hmm. of Marriott headquarters, um, you know, building this thing from scratch. And you know, when we launched it, it was kind of cool. Like you don't get an opportunity very often in your career to work on something that's so top secret and then shock the, the hospitality world. Um, yeah. It was really, really kind of cool. Seriously. And I was going to ask like what, cause you and I have, you know, similar background, just both being hotel guys getting into the vacation rental space. What were the things that you were doing to understand like hotels and like the concept, like vacation rentals itself too. It's not a new concept. Like we're not discovering fire. Right. <laughs> but the overall segment of like vacation rentals is a very fast and growing segment of hospitality. What were you doing to learn and like understand that segment, like that traveler and just the industry itself going from hotels to that? Yeah, we did some initial consumer research and, um, you know, we discovered that a lot of our hotel guests, our Bonvoy members were leaving our hotel portfolio at least once every 12 months to go and experience a home rental um, stay. And they were leaving, you know, our hotels and they were going to a competitor um, to get this kind of experience. It's not something that, you know, if you're going to book a home rental, you know, and you've got it, that that's the trip purpose that you have in your mind, you're going to find that trip purpose 
wherever you can find it and you're gonna go and look for it and book it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we didn't have that as part of our portfolio at the time. So um, that was really what prompted this whole thing is that we, we saw our customers leaving us for this and our customers were giving us permission to go yeah. and, and seek this out, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's really the, the purpose of it was to, to just you know, continue to give our customers what they want um yeah so that you would say that's the overall like mission of the homes and villas program is really to to continue that marriott you know loyalty but not only that just that experience like the, the marriott name carries very well um i think we we can all agree to that with within the industry of hospitality so yeah um yeah no the the um sorry i realized i didn't finish your question the uh <laughs> you know, I guess early on, like we didn't, we weren't naive enough to know, to think that we knew everything about vacation rentals, just because you've gotten, you know, a company built on 95 years of hospitality experience, doesn't mean that you automatically through osmosis know this Mm -hmm. other, you know, sort of, um, uh, you know, alternative accommodation business, the vacation rental industry, that is, you know, it's got a rich and storied history that goes back you know, frankly, a lot farther than any of the, you know, digital online um, distribution platforms, right? These go back exactly. to the, you know, to the local vacation cottage industry that's been around for decades. Um, and so, you know, for us, it was about like, I, I wanted to learn as much as possible, get into just inundated into the industry. Um, we immediately joined the Vacation Rental Management Association Hmm. Um, immediately went into, you know, basically every trade show conference, uh, every opportunity that we got to learn from the professionals in this industry. And frankly, we learned, I mean, we learned a whole bunch from our partners, right? And just, hmm. you know, spending time with those partners who really know the ins and out of the industry. And, and um, so that's how we kind of got inundated with as much information as possible early on. And, um, you know, we've learned an awful lot in the last two and a half years, Yeah. but, um, you know, to, to answer your other question, um, like the mission of homes and villas is, is sort of that, right. Is to give our customers that vacation rental experience when they want it, that you can earn and redeem Mary Bonvoy points in your hotel stays. And then when it's time for you to go, um, you know, on that extended family vacation, to a place where we don't, frankly, we may not even have a hotel, right? Some some mm-hmm. places that are more traditional vacation rental markets, they may they may not sustain a full service Marriott hotel because they're so seasonal. Yeah. Um, you know, some of our destinations, like ski destinations, remote ski destinations, you know, frankly, they just don't support a hotel, but they can have a thriving vacation rental industry, mm-hmm. and this gives Marriott customers our Bonvoy customers, another, you know, set of destinations and product that they can go and, and uh, earn and redeem Bonvoy points in. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I, I'm, as you're telling us about like joining, you know, the Vacation Rental Management Association and a few other things, how hard was it for like, people obviously knew you're from Marriott, right? Like they, 
like how hard was it to keep like were they questioning you like walking in the room like seeing there's Mary <laughs> on the name tag or just like understanding like why is this big hotel name company having people come <laughs> to our vacation rental so like yeah what was, what was that like yeah well yeah we didn't do any of that until after uh, okay. we launched we relied on our partners early on okay uh, yeah after launch you know we we were you know we we still are frankly um you know new and um different and sort of like a novelty to some of the vacation rental players who've been around for a long time it's it's um you know you kind of walk around you feel like eyes are on you and and uh and you know it's kind of it's almost like being the homecoming queen right like everybody's (laughs) everybody kind of wants to talk to you um but uh yeah so it's kind of fun and um frankly it's been just a great learning experience very humbling um and you know we there are some really amazing uh vacation rental managers and vendors and uh technology platforms that just you know frankly we just didn't have any insight into until we launched this business and it's been uh just an eye-opening experience to get to know these people yeah I was going to ask, and I know the answer is probably no, but since you're a graphic design guy, uh, were you the one that did the logo? Because I'm a big fan of the logo. <laughs> no, Loving you know, the brand. It, it was done in-house. Um, okay. It was done in-house. I will say uh, um, the illustrious Kat Rodriguez on our okay. team designed that logo. So she's, well, shout uh, out to Kat Rodriguez then. There you go. She's going to love me for that and she's going <laughs> to love you for loving the logo. But yeah. Um, it was done in-house by one of our uh, innovation graphic designers. Oh, that's awesome. Amazing, amazing work. Amazing work. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, it, I don't know. It brings back like, cause like I said, I've been a big Marriott fan since like the day I got into hotels. I was, that's where I started. That's where my passion and everything came from. And so just to see the evolving, you know, side of the business and yeah, hearing your guys' stories and just like, the understanding it's like the background stuff is just super cool like i can geek out about this for hours and just like go <laughs> on and like my poor listeners are probably like yeah move on to the next topic but i'm like no this is yeah <laughs> uh, so good job cat rodriguez um yeah but i want to talk to you now on you know like you said you've learned a lot from your vendors your property managers the the people that have been doing this and you like like you said you took the industry by by storm and, and by surprise to be honest with the launch of this this program um, so what has it been like growing this vertical pre-COVID? Because you guys have been doing it about two and a half years. Now we're in about nine months, eight months of COVID-19 world and post-pandemic. So what has it been like pre-COVID growing it? And then now during this, and what do you guys maybe even see for the future? Yeah, um, you know, so pre-COVID, it was, you know, the mission was, you know, we're growing in a thoughtful way, we're adding inventory where our customers tell us that they want to go. You know, we only work with professional property managers who have exacting standards for cleanliness, maintenance, um, you know, customer service and support. Um, And I wouldn't say that it's changed dramatically. Like our, our strategy hasn't changed dramatically in a you know, in the time of COVID, I would say that, um, you know, the customer mindset has shifted in a way that I think that people are more open and accepting to vacation rentals 
because I mean, just through the natural, um, you know, course of um, like sort of the arc of this pandemic has been locked down at first, nobody mm -hmm. goes anywhere. Then people got like a little bit antsy and they yeah. wanted to start to travel, but they were kind of just putting their little toe into the, <laughs> into it. And they're like, where can I go where I can drive to a local leisure destination? They want to have more control over their environment and not, you know, necessarily be around a lot of people. And so I think a lot of customers tried vacation rentals for the first time in those early months of COVID. Mm. Um, and so, you know, we saw some nice increases in our uh, booking traffic. Um, and so, you know, I think it's just been like the strategy hasn't changed dramatically, but I think the customer mindset has shifted to be more open and accepting to vacation rentals. Um, you know, particularly the Marriott Bonvoy customer yeah. may have tried those, that type of experience for the first time as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah. That makes a ton of sense. And I'm curious, so I'm guessing you guys have seen a huge growth then of activity and bookings on that side um, since everything's kind of gotten to lockdown type deal. Yeah, you know, it's it's a product of, you know, the growth of the of the business. We've, we've grown from, we started with about 2,000 properties. We've grown now two and two years later, we're at about 16,000 properties. Wow. Um, and we'll continue to grow the business in a, in a responsible way. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's like almost with 2000 properties, you know, even if you have your wallet out and you're ready to go somewhere, it's almost, it can be hard to find something if you don't have depth of inventory in the places where you want to go. So you may look, and if we were in a, if we were in a market, we had 20, 30 homes, and you want to go there, either A, the inventory would have been maybe gone, or B, you're like, is really 20 homes enough for me to make an intelligent booking decision? But mm -hmm. as we've grown and sort of strategically deepened inventory in certain areas, um, we've seen an uptick in bookings because we have, frankly, the availability and um, the inventory to support that. But yeah, I mean, uh, also COVID has, like I said, it, it's maybe made people more accepting and, and willing to try to go somewhere that's a local drive destination. For sure. People are discovering their, their backyard a little bit more and, and so to speak. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, and do you think this plays a role in, cause I, this is what I think. I think that, and I want your opinion, but your the ability that Marriott's like the, the importance of building standards, right? So mm -hmm on the hotel side, they have built an ingrained standardization and like what to expect at this certain level. Um, do you see that playing an important role with, uh, with the homes and village program? Obviously, like you said, working with your property managers and, and stuff, but I think that's a pretty key thing. Like, and I think uh, long story short to not ramble on, but like the importance of like the growing, the, the growth of the industry in vacation rentals, like the more we standardize, the more we professionalize, um, the more this vertical will grow. You guys see that being a pretty important role for you guys as well? Yeah, um, I, I think people look to us for that as to be a, a leader in, the, in, in sort of like the professionalization and standardization 
and and they look they look to us and they point to us and say see you know here's an example of the industry getting more professionalized and more uh, standardized um, you know the role that we play in that is is important I think we've chosen our partners very specifically because they can execute on the standards that we have you know our standards around fire and life safety around cleanliness and maintenance and customer service um, you know they're not they're not something that everyone is willing to uh, to do right we've had yeah several partners who look at those standards and say hey would love to work with you but you know I, I just can't I can't deal with you know putting see you know carbon monoxide detectors and smoke alarms in all of our units and um, you know whatever like there's there's a myriad of of um, of standards that somebody who doesn't want to participate in could easily say you know this isn't the right thing for me right I'm mm -hmm. it's much easier for me not to deal with that Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think the, the industry is hungry for it. Um, I think the customer is hungry for it. If anything, COVID has intensified the desire for standardization, spe specifically around cleanliness. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that, you know, customers will not let you get away with, um, you know, especially a new customer to this industry who maybe is trying it for the first time who is used to staying in a, in a hotel with standards, they're not going to let you skate on yeah. a dirty house, right? Like it's, it's gotta be clean. Um, so we partnered with, you know, and that's the fun thing about Marriott is that we can leverage our existing contacts and um, vendors that we use for our hotels. Um, and so we partnered with Ecolab early on to create yeah. new standards and do a, we trained, retrained all of our professional property managers on, our new standard for disinfection. And mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think it's, um, it's important. It's only going to get more important as we go. For sure. I think um, my, a good friend, uh, I, I think, you know, him as well, uh, Jeremy Gall from Breezeway um, was talking about, you know, last year, 2019, we're talking about uh, cleanliness and safety as separate topics. Now, 2020, COVID-19 really put those two together. It synced uh, them. You can't talk about safety without bringing up cleanliness and vice versa. Um, so yep. it's pretty pretty cool to hear about Ecolabs and creating that um, that training for the property management. Because I know I just remember, you know, back in April, um, tons of my property manager friends and people in the industry were like, "What is everybody using? What do we do? How like do we like?" we've been cleaning and we've been doing it professionally, but you know, what's, how's, how does this new virus that no one really knew much about at the time? Um, how does this really handle with our product that we have now? Like, how do we, yeah. you know, make sure and verify to ensure trust and, 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 um, safety for our guests. So yeah, no, I think it's incredible. Um, I guess for, for me, I'm curious now, what have been like your biggest insights or experiences, like kind of like some takeaway moments, uh, being with the Homes and Villas program? Um, you know, you talk about pre, pre COVID or during COVID, but I'm curious, uh, you know, there's gotta be some moment where you were just like, yeah, this is, this is pretty key um, <laughs> to, to growth in the industry and, and being a game changer. Yeah, I think, um, you know, just, personally, um, one thing that I've learned is that 
I mean, it, it should go without saying, but it didn't. <laughs> so, like full disclosure, it didn't. But you know, the vacation rental industry is just a completely different industry than than hotels. And I think that you know, strategies and things that work in hotels don't often uh, translate one for one in vacation rentals. Mm. Um, you know, I think you, you know, maybe a, like, I may have had a more Pollyannish kind of uh, viewpoint on, on vacation rentals uh, before. And, and so like, I've learned, you know, I've been all over the world, frankly, in vacation rentals, um, yeah. you know, cause I, I led global operations. So we were, you know, anywhere and everywhere in every type of home imaginable. And, uh, you know, it's just different. Like, you know, hotels, you have control over the environment in a way that you just don't in a vacation rental. Like mm -hmm. some of our hotels, like I can tell you, you know, I would have room attendant housekeepers who have an assigned section. They clean that room and those set of 16 or whatever rooms. They do it every day, you know, five days a week for, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, right? And they know from the back of their hand, they know every problem in that room. They've talked to, they know every single thing about that room and they take pride in cleaning it. Um, and with a vacation home, you know, every home is different. And, mm -hmm. you know, regardless of the standard that you have, you still have, you know, so many variables in a home that you just don't have in a hotel room, right? 16 hotel rooms uh, of the same category, you know, you're going to have the same chair, the same desk, the same TV, the same floor, the, you know, there's not a lot of variation in the product within a, a, an individual hotel. And, you know, if you're running a portfolio of, you know, 50 to a thousand homes, each one of those homes is different and has different everything. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I guess like, um, I assumed going into this that a lot of things that, that transfer over from hotels would have relevancy in vacation rental marketplace and that it's just not, it's just different. No, that's very true. And you think about like the square footage and the extra plumbing and electric and all the other stuff that goes like in the workings of a, uh, a home. Uh, yeah, it's a lot different than a hotel for yeah, sure. And, and everything like from, uh, you know, from a marketing perspective, from, a um, you know, the, this is also like Marriott's first entrance into being a distribution, a digital branded mm -hmm. distribution platform. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, our, our wheelhouse, our bread and butter has been franchising or managing hotels. And so, yeah. you know, it's been a, an honest, honestly, it's been like a blessing to learn as much as I feel like I've learned more in this two and a half years than I did in the previous 10, 12 years before that from a, from a career development perspective, yeah. this industry and this business and launching something new has really opened my eyes in a way that I hadn't had the opportunity yet. Yeah, that's well put, very well put. Well, now as we're getting close to 2021, you know, it's uh, what, December 1st as we're recording this episode. So, the question comes down to, which I've been asking a lot of my guests lately, and I'm keen on your answer more than anybody. Um, what do you see happening 
overall in the industry as we continue to move forward leading into 2021. Um, a lot of people are, you know, predicting a dark first six months and then a great, you know, peak in the last six. Um, but I'm kind of, you know, still skeptical. We've been saying that since April, March. <laughs> so yeah, I'm kind of curious to uh, your thoughts. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I think you have to, there's so many variables and dependencies that are outside of our control. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's clearly the most frustrating part of any of this for all of us is that, you know, this is something that has rocked uh, every part of the travel industry in a, in a very material way. And it is completely outside of the realm of our control. And that's what makes it so maddening and, and crazy to deal with. So, um, you know, I'll say that I, I guess I'll preface by saying I have no idea, Will, um, <laughs> what, what the future holds. But, you know, here's, I, I guess I'll turn it on to hope, right? Because I yeah. hope that, because I really don't know, but here's what I hope. I hope that the vaccine um, is delivered and distributed uh, and taken as, um, as we're being told that it's going to be. And my hope is that that instills enough confidence in our in customers to get on planes, to go out and travel. I think there's going to be an enormous amount of pent up demand that people want to get out and travel again. And I, I, you know, people always said in the early days of this, that this would dramatically change the, the customer behavior in the travel industry for a, you know, for a long time. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, here's what I hope. <laughs> Again, I go back to hope because that's all I yeah. got, Will. <laughs> you know, here's what I know about people is that we need, we need human interaction. We need connection. And this has been a time of, of great isolation for a lot of people. And, you know, people want to get out there and travel. Like, I cannot tell you how badly I want to get on an airplane and go somewhere. Like, I was flying every week or every other week for the last three, four years. Mm -hmm. And I haven't gone anywhere outside of Washington County, Maryland <laughs> for eight, 10 months. And, yeah. and I can tell you, like, the first opportunity I get to take a vacation or take a business trip. I'm going to be there with bells on, man. I want to get out and see the world again. And I bet you that everybody else does too. So all I've got is hope, but I hope that everybody feels like me and that we want to get out there and travel again. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Theme of the theme of the episode, hope. We'll just hope. stick with that. Hey, you know, they say hope is not a strategy, but sometimes that's all you got, Will. When things are outside of your control, that's all you got. No, that's very true. Well, um, while we're all very hopeful um and very uh i i guess we can even say thankful as we just had thanksgiving and we're getting into holiday season um is there anything that you can reveal behind the curtain of marriott home and villas um to the audience maybe something that you guys are excited about just anything anything going on in your guys world we'd love to hear it and support you behind it with the you know the slick talk audience that obviously uh if they're fans of me, they're fans of Marriott. So that's uh, hope. <laughs> oh, I, let me say, I was in the quotes of Travis. I hope they're fans of me, and hope they're fans of me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to think that you got to hope that people like you if they listen to you. Um, exactly. 
Yeah, I, I will say, you know, we're going to continue the trajectory of growth that we're on. Um, and so, you know, I now, like I said before, like, um, you know, I was in charge of global operations and quality before. Now my new role is I'm leading the Americas, US and Canada business. And so I'm responsible now for new business development. I'm responsible for operations and quality in the US and Canada continent, um, marketing and guest experience. So it's sort of like, uh, you know, leading the US and Canada business, which is, um, you know, a sizable part of our business. Yeah. I will say what, um, if anything I can share is that we want to grow and we want to work with professional property managers. And so if we're not talking to you currently, we would like to be, if you mm -hmm. manage a portfolio of homes and you think that you will be okay with meeting the standards that we have uh, laid out before you, uh, you know, we want to talk to you. We want to grow our business and continue to do it in uh, with great partners. So that would be my only, uh, the only plug that I'll have is <laughs> if we're not talking to you already and you're a professional property manager and you want to work with Married International, uh, you know, let's get together. Let's, uh, let's see if we can work something out. Awesome. Well, we already got, I gave a little bit of a shameless shout out or plug in for, for, uh, Kat Rodriguez. It was cat, right? And uh, it's cat, yeah. yeah. Okay, and um, uh, of course, the uh, property managers that aren't working with you that want to. But where can people find you, or maybe any final thoughts that you have for the Slick Talk audience out there that's listening today? Yeah, so you know we're on uh, Homes and Villas by Marriott.com, um, or just any uh, uh, search will find us quickly. Um, and you can also catch a redirect off of Marriott.com. Um, yeah, I mean, you know. Parting, I guess, parting words, Will, I will say, I'm going to lean into the hope strategy again yeah. and say, you know, uh, let's all let's all hope together that uh, we can get this pandemic behind us. People can start traveling again and we can get the, uh, you know, the travel economy back on its feet. You know, there's a lot of people hurting out there, a lot of people out of work, um, you know, a lot of hotels um, out there who need to grow occupancy and, and, you know, um, we just got to hope that things get better and, and we can get this vaccine out and get people traveling again quickly and, uh, put all this craziness behind us. Couldn't agree more. I think it's a good final note to the parting words to leave everybody on. Um, Travis, uh, actually not Travis, so all the listeners are listening. I'm going to tag everything in the show notes. So don't need to Google search. I'll just have it at a click of a button right there for, for all the listeners in the show notes. But if you're curious or anything, reach out. We'll make sure you guys are all good. Um, Travis, I love working with you on the side of like podcasts and talking, you know, industry topics and seeing all the LinkedIn posts and everything you guys are doing. So again, just really grateful and uh, hopeful uh, to meet you in person <laughs> someday as we're, you know, hopefully putting the stuff behind us. But thank you for being on the show, my man. It's been a true pleasure to geek out with you for a little bit. And uh, yeah, I look forward to, again, like I said, hopefully meeting you in person someday. Yeah, my pleasure, Will. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We love your support and want to provide the best we can to all our listeners. So please find us online, social media, and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast.
What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast, then you are amazing, and thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill-out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast.